today on the Tearsheet Podcast. Well, I, I think, you know, Carrie touched on this, right? You know, scale. Um, the, you know, as she said, you could, you could attempt to do this manually. It's just really complex, as she pointed out early, and it becomes very expensive. But if you're going to enter into this line of business, uh, you're best having a cannabis banking program, not a cannabis banking project. Welcome to the Tearsheet Podcast. I'm Tearsheet's Editor-in-Chief, Zach Miller. Even as more states legalize marijuana, banking cannabis customers is still a major undertaking. Regent Bank is a small bank with five branches in Oklahoma and Springfield, Missouri. As Regent sensed an opportunity to work with cannabis customers in its communities, it tapped Kerry Kane to build out its program. Kerry has a background in retail and moved to Oklahoma after a stint directing store operations at the GAPS headquarters in San Francisco. She also has muscular dystrophy and has used cannabis to manage her pain in the past and will likely need to do so in the future. She's passionate about working with cannabis because of the medical benefits it can provide. To launch and manage its cannabis program, Regent worked with GreenCheck, a firm that works with banks to service customers in the cannabis industry. GreenCheck founder and CEO Kevin Hart joins Regent's Carrie Kane with me on the podcast to talk about cannabis banking, how to start up a program, and what banks need to do to be successful working with this new industry. So my name is Carrie Kane, and I am the Director of Special Programs for Regent Bank. And our bank is in Oklahoma and in Springfield, Missouri. And how, how big is the bank? Our bank asset size is around $800, $900 million. Mm-hmm. Um, And we have five different locations throughout Oklahoma and Missouri. But we're always expanding. So I'd say this bank has had just exponential growth year over year, 10 to 20%. So we are definitely looking at new markets and growing rapidly. Great. And Kevin, can you introduce yourself? Who are you and what do you do? Good morning. Thank you. Uh, My name is Kevin Hart. I'm the founder and CEO of GreenCheck, which means I get to work with some really brilliant people each and every day. Uh, GreenCheck was founded to uh, solve the banking challenge that the cannabis industry had by focusing and working exclusively within the banking system and never around it uh, because we knew that compliance and the regulatory landscape was going to constantly evolve and change. And so we had to uh, be partners with the financial institutions to make sure the cannabis industry could achieve their goals of financial and business services. So super happy that of all the great work we've done with Carrie and excited to uh, support her in this conversation about their program at Regent Bank. Great. And it's great to have you here. And, And Kevin, how long have you been at this? Uh, I started with the idea actually in late 2016. I was actually approached to build a point of sale system for the cannabis industry. And uh, everywhere I went, I heard about the banking challenge. So anytime you can uh, look at the single largest uh, commercial opportunity and solve the single biggest challenge, and you look at what technology can enable, that became a much more fascinating uh, business to uh, try to attack. So, so Carrie, um, this is a good question for you. What, what is that banking problem that, that Kevin's uh, referring to? Oh, my goodness. So I would say overall, um, banking cannabis is definitely um, a subject that's very complex. So, for example, um, Regent Bank is a state charter bank. So because 
in Oklahoma, we have a medical marijuana program and also same for Missouri. We're we're a little bit more enabled to bank this area, but it's not your traditional banking methods. Like you are going in and you're looking at every single client. You're really trying to understand who they are. Are they above board? Are they selling to folks who have patient cards? And are they buying products for folks who are licensed by the state authority? What are the state, what's the state authority's overall program look like? And oh, if you're a financial institution in different states, then you really have to be an expert in both to successfully bank this industry because of such regulatory compliance around it. So it's, you know, like I said, it's very complex um, with a lot of things that you kind of have to pull away to understand how it all needs to come back together. Given that sort of complexity, uh, Carrie, what was your interest in getting into um, cannabis banking? Yeah, definitely. So thank you for the question. I actually come from a retail background, so very non-traditional, but I found that those that are in the cannabis industry also have, um, you know, non-traditional backgrounds and that they're they didn't start as experts in, in uh, cannabis. I actually used to work for a major retailer, um, the Gap, the corporate offices out in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. I was director of store operations out there. So I have um, a pretty in-depth history, um, you know, working in retail for over 20 years and operations and compliance and working with the technology teams was really kind of my core competency. And I was approached to build out this program for Regent Bank once the board of directors decided to go into it um, because of my past experience. But for me, it's not just about what I used to do. It's also about who I am. So, um, Zach, you don't know this, but I actually have muscular dystrophy. So it was something I was born with and it gets, you know, it progresses over time. And most folks who are born with muscular dystrophy die in their late teens or their early 20s if they have, you know, more of the the progressive forms. I have been super blessed because I'm 44 and I am still walking. I'm still working. I'm still doing those things. But at the same time, at the very top of the narcotics that I can legally take. And so, um, you know, people talk about the opioid epidemic and I'm certainly on the other side of that because I do take opioids responsibly and Um, but they're used to manage my condition. Cannabis is an area that, um, you know, I'm not a cannabis user today, but living in California, I had used it before and it definitely takes your pain away, Mm -hmm. but it is something that will be in my future based off of my medical condition. So for me, I don't just do this for work. Um, It's a subject I'm extremely passionate about because of the medical benefits I think it can provide everyone as well as, quite frankly, the economic benefits that it can provide states. So, um, if I may, in Oklahoma, we did over $127 million just in tax revenue off of cannabis sales in 2020. So, you know, this is just, I think, um, an area that, that can benefit so many in so many different ways. Thank you for sharing your, your personal story with us, Carrie. Yeah, thank you. So, so you were. 
if you don't mind, I just, just add one one really cool thing. So Carrie, Carrie's an understated and amazing person. I'm not saying that because we're on the podcast. Um, when Carrie and I first met face to face, we talked about our our past and we came to realize our supply chain history. And when you look at supply chain and logistics thinking, um, it's very applicable to cannabis banking. It may not be obvious, but you know, when you, when states talk about seed to sale or, you know, uh, those metrics, the systems that are out there, um, I always refer to it as seed to shelf or seed to sack, right? It really didn't have to do with the sale. It didn't help uh, the financial institution. And so we applied a seed to safe as in the bank uh, thinking to this and Carrie and I in conversations, et cetera, just would ping pong back and forth, back and forth. And you look at the supply chain of commerce against the supply chain of product. And that's what a financial institution has to do. So, you know, I yeah. love Carrie's background and thinking as to how we solve the problem, right? Because technology is merely the enabler of all the business processes and the rules and regulations and requirements. And when you think about it in that more abstract level, it really does create an exceptionally strong program. Great. Thank you. And Carrie, it sounds like when you were approached, there was already a decision at Regent Bank to, to enter this market. Um, what other resources were you given or what was your mandate? Yeah, no, that's a great question. So um, one thing I love about Regent Bank is it is it has that entrepreneurial spirit. And so the board had decided to go into this industry because it was really a way to fund the growth, right, of Regent Bank. And we didn't know a lot about it. In fact, there was only one other finance financial institution that was banking this industry. So for me, it was learn as much as I can about banking because it was a new subject matter mm-hmm. and, and parallel process that with learn as much about cannabis as I could. Um, so I did a lot of studying, a lot of learning. Um, and what the bank gave me initially was, hey, here we go. We want to go into this whiteboard, you know, blue sky tell us what you need. Um, So I was able to go into it and I wanted to understand, of course, uh, proof of concept of the program that I built initially. And I was able to bank a few clients and, and learn so much. But I'll tell you what, I was able to partner with a cannabis, um, a cannabis retailer in Oklahoma. He took me out to his grow, his processor. I was able to see everything. And it just, from the supply chain perspective to how it gets to the dispensary and all the complexities really became clear. And I knew once I got a couple of clients and word got out, this would, you know, no pun intended, grow so big so fast. So we started shopping technology and um, I, of course, brought the executive team along on the journey, who then in turn brought the board along in the journey. Um, the person I report to sits on the board, so it definitely made those conversations easier. And um, today, what the what Region Bank has given me is I have three folks that report up into me, as well as the technology that Kevin and his team provides, um, Green Check. So it is, it's been very 
you know, I would say Regent has been very supportive because it's not just my team that's impacted by banking this industry. You also have to think about your individual branches because with the influx of cash, if you decide to accept cash deposits within each of your branches, you have to prepare for that as well. So we did see some additional headcount in some of our other locations, but along with that, we also now have some of our clients where we're able to take you know, deposit straight to the Fed in specific areas. So that's been helpful as well in order to kind of drive out some of the cash. But the more financial institutions that bank cannabis, the less cash there will be in this industry. And it really is about serving our communities and making it safer for everyone. So, um, you know, I, overall, I'd say Regent Bank has been outstanding in supporting me on the journey, which is exciting. Um, and I think it's an important part of the, the story, that support. So what specifically or explicitly were you looking for from GreenCheck um, as a technology partner? Yeah, you know, that's a great question, Doc, because early on, you you very quickly realize, oh, my goodness, I don't know what I don't know, right? Um so you have to rely on the folks on the other side of it from the tech piece. So you you can bank this industry without technology. It's doable, but you certainly can't scale your program without technology. So you will only have a handful of clients, five or 10 versus, you know, 200, 300. And it really depends on what is it that your bank is going after. So we we interviewed and, and really went out to bid our RFP with um, several industry providers. And with GreenCheck, one thing that I loved about their program was not only is our program solid, but the folks that work there, Kevin and his team, Mike Kennedy and Paul Dunford, all of those folks are also have that entrepreneurial spirit and they're very agile. And I love that. Um, because as we went on this journey together and in looking at the different service providers, GreenCheck system is first and foremost client friendly. So they're here to help banks and I pay for their services, but they're also here to help the cannabis industry. And anybody who is out there um, can, you know, if you're a dispensary, grow a processor, you can get on GreenCheck for free. In fact, I loved that because it feel it definitely felt more in line with who I am and what's important to me. Um, but with their platform, it really is been very user friendly because it's purpose built for that. Um, but what it allows us to do, it allows me to scale the program in not just onboarding the clients. So that's a place where they can share their um, financial documents, records, and business licenses, et cetera. And the green check system tells me, yes, they've uploaded everything. My team can then go and review. But once we approve the client, then this is also a place where green checks technology then turns around and integrates with the grow, the processor, or the dispensary so that we see sales um, most of the time in real time, and we can get down into the sale to see, did it meet that specific state's um, legal requirements for the medical marijuana program? And that just is something that's so fascinating in of itself. Of course, you know, HIPAA laws, we, we don't know that 
Mary Jo Smith bought um, with a patient card bought this, you know, all of that data, of course, is hidden and, and protected mm-hmm. um, by GreenChuck's platform or in technology. But we can get down in there and make sure that the businesses that we are banking are doing it via whatever rules and regulations are set out by that state. So that then in turn allows us to show hey, look, the cash that we're accepting from this business is above board cash. It's not, you know, money laundering or Mm -hmm. sales from illicit drugs, which really allows us to satisfy the the requirements of the Cole memo and the priorities set forth in that. Got it. And I guess, uh, Kevin, you you have the perspective of sitting on the other side of the table. Um, What is Regent doing – with their program that has enabled it to be successful in, in growing this program? Well, I, I think, you know, Carrie touched on this, right? You know, scale. Um, the, you know, as she said, you could, you could attempt to do this manually. It's just really complex, as she pointed out early, and it becomes very expensive. But if you're going to enter into this line of business, uh, you're best having a cannabis banking program, not a cannabis banking project. And so, you know, Carrie's and the region team has always been very vocal as, as to where they want to go and where, where they expect to take this. And, you know, so it's our job to be able to facilitate that and work with them in tandem. So when we, when we started, we had our framework, we had our foundation, we had our ideas. It was, it was vetted and proven, but, you know, working with region has certainly made us better because Carrie has brought forward some ideas and because we are a technology company and first and foremost customer focus within the technology, uh, we've been able to rapidly scale the program to suit that her needs. And Regent's needs are the industry needs, right? Uh, so, you know, they run an exceptionally compliant uh, program. And so at the heart and the, the brains of GreenCheck is a compliance management system we have to be able to take in all this uh, variable data, right, from different point of sale systems, different systems out there, and then be able to extract, transform, and load that information, run it through the compliance rules engine, and present it in a way that's meaningful for a regent to actually accept the deposit, but then report on it, and then be able to monitor all the activity within those accounts, um, because. It is a complex business with all the regulatory reporting that's required. And so you don't want to make that onerous or arduous or painful for anybody. You want the, the bank to be able to focus on running a bank, growing their business of being a bank without having to work, uh, worry about all the nuances of the rules and regulations. And then where do I get this data? How do I use this data? Where do I put it? So. Our, our goal really is just to enable them to scale as far as they would like to go and where they just look to us as the enabler to do all of that for them. And I like the distinction you make between it being a project versus it being a program. Mm-hmm. And I guess the, the commitment it would, it would take for the latter. Um, Kevin, is it, is it indicative of, of your other clients? Um, I guess how early, how early uh, at what stage do financial institutions reach out to, to you? Um, and what would you re- how early would you recommend them reaching out to you in their process of this exploration? We have a lot of interesting metrics on this um, 
from a, being an enterprise uh, software uh, executive previously and always, uh, you know, we like to look at where is the industry, so how do you best serve it? You have to study it. So as Carrie said, she, you know, Regents started their program, but Carrie, I think you had like 18 clients or so on board when, you know, when we started with you. And, you know, so you kind of had a good feeling for what you needed and what you wanted. Um, but, you know, that has scaled dramatically since that point in time. Um, I would say, you know, when we look at the industry, um, there are 191 known manual programs out there that we're aware of. Um, and each one of those has to spend a ridiculous amount of time focusing on compliance. And so they have cannabis banking projects. 90% um, of our clients are, are actually uh, cannabis first time business. They've never even started with a manual program. So if you look at just those two number sets and the difference, um, if you start with uh, the focus of being able to scale, knowing that you need compliance, you're actually able to move forward faster, okay? Yeah. Uh, the difference with, with Regent is they knew where they wanted to go. And, and again, I think that's a, the hallmark of a, of a program versus a project. Begin with the end in mind. What do you want this to look like? Why are you actually doing this from a financial perspective? You may have a customer that you just want to retain that, that account and they're in the cannabis space. So you have to have a cannabis banking project or program, air quotes. But if it's a line of business, like what Region has developed, you really need to be able to look at it from beginning to end, that whole supply chain of commerce, that whole supply chain of banking, all the rules and regulations, and then be able to scale going forward. Yeah, so, Jack, if I may add on please. to what Kevin said, um, I, as a financial institution that started with a manual program and then moved to the technology front, we definitely had to slow down in order to speed up. And I, I highly recommend starting with that technology. You know, as Kevin shared, um, we started out manually because I knew this was an area where I needed to bring the board and the executive team along the journey so that they could see the benefit of paying for the technology in order to make this industry. So I, I'd like to end our conversation with you, Carrie. Um, you reached out to Green Check around the time you had a dozen, two dozen clients. Um, can you talk about, I guess, where you are uh, with the business today and, and I guess where you're focused on taking it in the future? Yeah, absolutely. So um, we did start out with that small number of clients. Today, we have over 150 um, licensed entities and we also bank indirect entities, so those that support the cannabis industry, whether you're a legal firm or, um, you know, uh, CPAs, et cetera, packaging providers. So we have about 200 of those. So we've got a pretty large program, um, but we're just getting started. And I'm excited because I do expect to end the year with at a little over 225 businesses. And then from there, we'll just get higher and higher each year. No pun intended again there. Um, but I think that this is definitely an industry that's growing. In Oklahoma alone, there are over 10,000 business licenses. So, um, you know, this is definitely an area where there's nothing but growth and doing it the right way. And I'm also excited to see kind of what we 
what we see from the legal or legal realm, political realm coming coming down with the Safe Act, the State Act, the More Act, and I think we're just going to see cannabis industry continue to evolve. And it's always exciting to be on the forefront of something. Totally. And I guess uh, one corollary question, um, given your experience, what you've learned along the way, um, any word of advice, I guess, to a peer that's just starting out um, on this journey? Yeah, absolutely. First off, anybody can call me, contact me. I'm totally happy to help. But I would say um, start with your plan in place before you bank any clients. Um, definitely look at, I would say, programs like Green Check and get an understanding of all of the regulatory compliance that you have to meet. I unfortunately see a lot of banks get into the cannabis space back and then they're audited and they get out of the cannabis space because unfortunately FinCEN requires us to report every 90 days on every single business that you bank. So you're talking about a lot of reporting and it's just way too challenging to do it by hand. And that's what the technology allows you to do. So that would be my key piece of advice. And um, don't, you know, I love Kevin's analysis of don't have a cannabis project, but a cannabis program and tech Technology really does enable you to get there. Carrie, Kevin, thanks for joining us on the Tearsheet Podcast today. Zach, this Thank was you so much for having me. Thanks.